Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. This is the California Report. Good morning. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. With recall election day next Tuesday and early vote centers now open in many California counties, the dueling campaigns to keep or oust Governor Newsom from office are getting louder and more intense. Are we going to vote no on this recall? Hell no on this recall. That's Governor Newsom addressing a crowd of supporters in Culver City on Saturday. Over the weekend, he was joined by such Democratic Party heavy hitters as Senators Amy Klobuchar and Elizabeth Warren. They cast the recall in stark terms, arguing a Newsom recall would be a victory for hard-right political extremists who are eager to roll back abortion rights, pandemic protections, and environmental laws. Here's Elizabeth Warren. I want you in this fight for women. I want you in this fight for children. I want I want you in this fight for our very earth. These fights have come to California. So one more time, are you ready to fight? Good. Good. Meanwhile, conservative talk radio host Larry Elder, a Republican who's Newsom's leading challenger, staged his own rallies with Republican allies and supporters. Speaking in Orange County's Little Saigon, Elder challenged Newsom's leadership on a variety of issues. Businesses are leaving. Middle class people are leaving. Quality of our schools is declining. Price of living gone up through the roof. Crime is up. Nothing this man has touched has gone right. Vote yes on the recall. And then to recall him, who are you going to call? Who are you going to call? As the recall campaign enters its final days, elders' opposition to abortion rights, the minimum wage, and California's goals of fighting climate change are under fierce attack. Looking ahead, Vice President Kamala Harris will be in California on Wednesday to campaign against the recall. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate 
www.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. Let's turn to wildfires and some much-needed good news. Evacuation orders have been downgraded to a warning for the city of South Lake Tahoe, meaning residents are being allowed back home. People were ordered to leave last week as the Caldor Fire threatened the community. In recent days, firefighters have been able to slow the Caldor Fire's progress, and the blaze is over 40% contained. But some communities, like Grizzly Flats, still remain under evacuation orders, and authorities say that South South Lake Tahoe residents should avoid complacency and be ready to evacuate again if fire conditions change. When big wildfires do happen, fire crews come from all over California and other states. And there are even migrant workers in wildland firefighting. KQED's Raquel Maria Dillon met a mostly Mexican crew on a break from battling the Caldor Fire in South Lake Tahoe. Nice little sandwich in there. At a fire base on the eastern flank of the second largest wildfire currently burning in California, Manuel Carrillo eyes his crew's bag lunch with skepticism. Cheese, trail mix, yogurt, lots of protein, but it sort of looks like an airplane meal. You eat this every day, we eat it 14, uh, 21 days straight. We crave a lot of uh, home foods, a lot of warm meals, soups, uh, beef, stews. Carillo is from Tulare County and just spent 28 days on the Dixie Fire. His crew of 20 men kept him going. They're mostly from Mexico, here on temporary work visas. I had to learn Spanish, and they've taught me a lot uh, how to work hard. He introduced me to Rodrigo Rangel Aguilar, who's working his third year as a wildland firefighter for Franco's Forest Service out of Salem, Oregon. ¿Cuántos años tiene? 25 He's the second youngest of seven siblings, and three of his brothers are also working as firefighters in the U.S. right now. Two are heading here to the Caldor Fire. He doesn't know which crew they're with or where they'll be assigned on this sprawling fire, but he's hoping to track them down. Otherwise, he'll see them back home in Morelia, where the only jobs are in the fields. He won't say how much he gets paid here, but entry-level contract workers on hand crews typically make about $15 or $16 an hour, plus lots of overtime. They mostly do the hard work of containment, hiking the steep hillsides to cut fire lines with hand tools. Casimiro Calvario Dominguez is lounging on a tailgate nearby. It's his first season as a firefighter. He says it's hard, but work back home in his pueblito in Guerrero is harder and pays much less. Firefighting is tough, but the dollars he earns here support four kids, a wife, and his parents. (laughs) He uses a versatile Mexican curse word to summarize his dilemma. Leave his family in order to provide for them or work himself into the ground and still not be able to feed them. Calvario Dominguez says fighting wildfires here is more relaxed. Yeah, that's really what he said. Despite the risks, he appreciates the steady work. And so far, he's been safe, healthy, and always ready. This is the nature of fighting a major wildfire. People converge from all over the continent to do dangerous labor. Contractors, pilots, and thousands of workers. 
Carrillo says his crew has learned to love the mountains of the West. He's half Mexican-American, half Native American from the Santa Inez Band of Chumash Indians. I'm a mother's protector. I'm helping uh, calm these fires down, stop them from burning, you know, our, our lands. Carrillo says his job is to lead and share his ideas and experience with his Mexican colleagues. Everyone on his crew is curious to see which will end sooner, their work visas or this ferocious fire season. For the California Report, I'm Raquel Maria Dillon in South Lake Tahoe. And that is the California Report for Monday, September 6th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Saul Gonzalez. Happy Labor Day, and thanks for listening. Support for the California Report comes from Water Heaters Only, specializing in the repair and replacement of water heaters since 1968. Licensed and insured, open 24 hours a day every day. Learn more at waterheatersonly.com. Eric and Wendy Schmidt whose philanthropy harnesses the power of people and science to create innovative solutions for a healthy environment, just societies, and opportunities for human achievement, and Stanford Medicine, protecting your health and providing dependable care with safe in-person appointments and video visits. StanfordHealthCare.org slash AdaptingCare. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts.